0: Welcome to Preston Super Show. NXT Deadline Results. Talk a little bit about SmackDown. And then uh, AEW Rampage. Let's start with NXT Deadline. First match, Axiom defeats Nathan Frazier. Biggest takeaway from this match, I'd have to say, this is the fourth time I've seen these guys go at it. Axiom ties up the series here. And he does it in a very big way. Some of the moves he was landing... And some of the moves Nathan Frazier were landing, we're like, man, this is why these guys deserve to be on the bigger show. So hopefully they figure all that out. But I enjoyed that match. Um grade that match out at a B. Yeah, B plus sounds good. That sounds good for that match. Then Dragon Lee defeats Dirty Dominic Mysterio. Uh remember. Uh, Mysterio Kid has uh, over 100 matches this year and uh, loses the NXT North American Championship and to me that's a precursor of him going back to the bigger show and Dragon Lee started to make a little bit of a bigger ripple here on NXT. I enjoyed the match. You know, you have to give credit to uh, Dominic because he's been kind of like A little bit sloppy in there and that's so good he's been in there as much as he has because that's the only way to get better you're not going to get better just watching at some point you have to do that you actually have to do that so he's really putting in the work so i can't knock him for that you know um and also, Cody Rhodes putting in work this year. I mean, yes. You know, you got to give guys credit for the for the body of work. Next match was... Uh, oh, let me give a grade to that before I go too fast here, before I'm too hasty. Um, Dragon Lee, you know... I feel like he needed to do a little bit more for me to get this over a B. So I'm going to leave it at a B. I'm not going to braid it out at a B-. We're going to go from B-plus to B. Um, and then we're going to move on to Belair, Davenport, the big B, uh, with all due respect, woman's iron survivor challenge match. She made good on her word, right? Said this is where she was going to earn her bread and butter. And she did. And, uh, how she was in there balancing Fallon Henry a uh, dealer with Tiffany Stratton. Kalani Jordan. um, it, it was very interesting to see. This type of match in NXT. Definitely a good match. I enjoyed it. I think that. When you watch. Blair Davenport. You see exactly why she's in the position she's in. She's more exciting than the other women. I feel like. Um in a lot of cases now not every woman but in this match i did feel like she was more exciting than the other women so that's my biggest takeaway was the excitement the enthusiasm is there now i'm looking at the night ne- oh give it a grade a minus could to go with an a minus there i think that's fair that's not an a plus because i wasn't like blown away but i was like oh this is impressive that they're able to kind of showcase some of their better talent here in nxt in this format give it an a minus i hope they run something like that back soon next up carmelo hayes defeats lexus king now carmelo hayes is a company man so i respect carmelo hayes because it's difficult to be a company man. But he's up against a guy, Lexus King, who has way more to gain in this match than Carmelo does. So good Carmelo wins because um, it keeps the spotlight and the focus on him, is what a win does. And uh, sh- kind of shows the audience that this is who the company's behind in a sense. The audience will start to take that away. they go, like, oh, the company's behind him, he's winning. He's, he's starting to, to catch fire here again. He's never lost his step. So you have to like take this with a grain of salt. The performance was a Carmelo Hayes performance. He doesn't do anything to make me not like him. That's the whole thing about Carmelo Hayes. If you're not that excited with him, it's hard to be not interested in what he's doing. He's a great worker in the ring. He's not slow. Um, he when he's, when he's going through his process in the ring, he's very calculated, fast, quick. It's hard to kind of ask more of him when he's already given you so much and he's kind of received little opposed to what he's put in. And another person who's received little to what they put in is Trick Williams. We'll get to him. Carmelo Hayes wins. I think the match is just a B-. And that's not to slight uh, Alexis King. But I wasn't really, like, impressed with what he was doing. So maybe there's uh, room for improvement, you know. Maybe I'm showing, you know, I'm, I'm laying out the room for improvement for Alexis King. Because if you're in there with Carmelo Hayes, and you're talking about, you know, deep into the event, you weren't talking about the first match, so... This is an area where, I don't know, I'm just expecting a little bit more. Trick Williams gave us more. That's what I'm talking about. The crowd's in it. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. I mean, they're going all in. Ten years ago, they're not, you know what I mean? No one's got that. Nowadays, whoop that trick, that's going to go. And Trick Williams got on at the right time, in my opinion. Right place, right time. Company man and him and Carmelo were like the company brothers, literally, and they were in good company. And now Trick Williams is like, Man, I'm you know, you could only be the background guy for so long. At some point, you need a bigger role, you need a bigger stake in what's going on. And Trick Williams understood that, and that's why I respect the hell out of Trick Williams, not only because. You know, the guy's a physical specimen in the in the rig. Let's not be fooled. In that squared circle, he's a monster. But you want to see um, him coming to his character. That's the best way I can put it. I want to see Trick come to his character. I think he needs to play up to the crowd more. I think he needs to slow down what he's doing, actually, and become the... The show, the show, the showstopper. You know what I mean. He needs to become that heartbreak figure that NXT needs, and I think he's the guy to do it. And I don't see him going to Raw or SmackDown anytime soon. Like I don't see that path there for him right now. It's just too many things in the way. So the best thing he could do is become the like the greatest show on earth on NXT. That would be an incredibly smart decision on his end. So he does it by really showing his work that he's been putting in. Josh Briggs, Tyler Bate, Braun Breaker, all of these guys share that it factor. And I have to say out of, you know, some of the talent that they have in NXT that you feel like maybe they're not unleashing right or maybe they're not bringing these guys in properly or what does NXT what is their end game with some of these guys I think, I think it's ultimately to get them to the next level of Raw and SmackDown but I think also it's like putting on a good show first and foremost so I think that comes way before like, they're worried about building a guy up. A company is something that... Well, you know, any t- any company has a plan for their workers, usually. A good company. And I think WWE is a good company. I think they have a plan for their workers. But that doesn't mean... It happens tomorrow, or in a year, or in two years. It really doesn't mean that. What it means is if you actually go above and beyond, you you will speed that process up. So that's why when I see guys going above and beyond, like Trick Williams, to step out of the shadow where he was comfortable and to, and to be pushed into this role he's starting to take on, where he's starting to have the lights on him. He's getting a bigger match than Carmelo, in my opinion. And then he's showing up and, and performing well. I have to really applaud that and I have to say, good job, Tripp Williams. Uh, I'm proud of you. And I think WWE Universe is proud of him, in my opinion. What's not to be proud of? Guy stepped out of the shadows and became who he truly was. It's very, very empowering. And I like Tripp Williams. Happy that he won that match as well. In the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge match. Which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun, I have to say. Then we'll, uh, let's give that an A, just a flat A, since I talked it up so much. Then we'll go on to Keanu James versus Roxanne Perez, Steel Cage match. Classic Steel Cage. Um, good work inside the ring. I, w- I was happy with the work. I love both these superstars. I think they're, I think they're incredible. I think that Roxanne Perez is going to be one of the best that's ever done it by the time she hangs, hangs it up. And that's a long ways away, folks. But what I like a long ways away. Like I I'll be an old man by the time she hangs it up. I'll be with I have a, a fucking walking stick by the time she hangs it up because she has a motor, man. She's got an engine that when she gets going, it is like I need to see her. Like I'm tuning in to see Roxanne Perez on NXT. NXT became my favorite brand before Shawn Michaels was in control, before all this other stuff was going on. NXT was my favorite brand because this is where the guys are building. That's where those kind of like a Spielberg film, where they're not rehearsing. It's just hey, you do your re- you do the reading, you understand it, you practice, you are a professional. So all the rehearsal stuff, they cut that right out. Because he wants to capture the magic right then and there. He doesn't want to be in rehearsal and capture magic. That's rehearsal. He wants it live when it's going. And boy, does Roxanne Perez give it to you live, boy. And her having this rivalry with Keanu James and Keanu James stepping up to the plate and being that villain. Really cool, in my opinion. And I think it's great for business. But I think it's good for the WWE universe, NXT universe, especially who follows NXT. Because you see Roxanne Perez putting it down in there. And I have to say, with all of her speed, with all of her stunts, with everything she can do, the one thing she's actually getting better at is the microphone skills. And I think as time goes on, She's going to become better in those promos. And she's going to get more exposure and more time. And she's getting more time and more exposure than women that have been in there for a long time, man. And I, I have to tip my cat to Roxanne Perez um, because she lost gracefully. Keanu James wins. It actually makes sense <laughs> because Roxanne Perez, as short as she is in a steel cage match, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like being like an underdog. Like You got to spot her like 10 points on the spread. You know what I'm saying? Like plus 10 Roxanne Perez to win because it, it was like already a disadvantage for her. But that's okay because we want to see those type of situations. A hero's not a hero if a hero's not in a, comp- uh, a compromising situation at some point. So... That's why Roxanne Perez is, is rising to that hero status. It's really cool to see people that are missing out on her run are really going to, you know, enjoy YouTube because that's where you're going to see it. But, you know, seeing it live and, and, and just feeling that moment, that's like, you know, that's pretty cool. It's special. It's like you sharing that, you know, with a lot of other people who are seeing that in that moment. So we get to the finale for NXT deadline in 2023. Fun event it was. I was really impressed with the show. I thought it ran well. I didn't think there was too much to really nitpick about. It was just a good show. Um and you get Barrett Corbin, who's got bumped down, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that in a negative way about the brand. But yeah, for Barrett Corbin, yeah, man, I mean, he has to work himself back up the ladder. You know, and I know a lot of people complaining i see it you see it that they're just not impressed with baron corbin they think that this is kind of just a fill-in you know that there's that he's getting some favoritism here and i don't know if any of that's true it's all coming from the rumor mill but he was not impressive and i and i'm still looking to see who really wants to see that guy but everybody likes you uh, uh dragon now you're not going to find much internet hate about him. He's not scared to take a bomb. He's not scared to you know what I mean. Go through the carnage. He's happy to go through the fire to get a win. And I think people that resonates with people in real life, and that's why he's become so strong. He, uh, hit three H bombs in that match. Um, it did the torpedo Moscow, uh, before putting. Uh, Baron Corbin out of his misery so I was really impressed with dragging off, and I think moving forward that NXT is one of the better places it's been and it's weird to say because the guy you see at the top is not Braun Breaker it's not you know Apollo Cruz. it's not any of these guys who you know Carmelo Hayes those guys are not at the top of the brain right now they're pushing um, a very complex uh, amount of figureheads uh, f- for the brand. And I think that that is actually working for them. And it's outsh- outshining AEW, I'm going to talk about later. I'll be right back. Uh, I give that match with. You know, everything that was going on. Um, the cage match, you gotta give that, you know, a good grade. You gotta give that a really good grade, at least an A. And then uh the NXT championship, I just give that a C plus. And Barrett Corbin didn't do like anything to really impress me. So it is what it is. I'll be right back. Thanks for listening this far. Santos Escobar on SmackDown defeated Dragon Lee to move ahead in the U.S. title tournament, and that's going to continue, really bolstering his stock. He is definitely where he needs to be. He's ready for the moment. I don't see too many signs of weakness in his game, and I think he's going to continue to elevate himself to former luchador. So, Dragon Lee just puts in that work. I just talked about him, you know, from Deadline. He went from SmackDown to Deadline in just a really nice fashion. And, uh, well, lost one win for him. Uh, Bobby Lashley on SmackDown defeating Carry On Cross to move forward in the U.S. title tournament. It's everything you want if you're a Bobby Lashley fan. Nope carry on cross is easy to not like so this is an easy one i think for fans i mean there might be like a section of people out there um that carry on cross you know you know has in his pocket but i think other than that it's pretty pretty straightforward that bobby Lashley's is the more liked figure the more opposing figure does more in the ring and Cross did put up a good effort, right? Like, he he still put up a good effort. It didn't look like he got overwhelmed until late in that match, but I think moving forward, you just look at Kyrgios as that guy that's like... It might be in his benefit to align with the faction. Bobby Lashley, excellent work on his end. Um, CM Punk, you know, outlines his goals and what he wants to do, but I don't really think um the mainstream fans care i think it's like great to see him out there but it's also kind of dumb that he's not wrestling like you're you're just running your mouth so i just i don't i'm not impressed with any of that going on i think it's all just for you know clicks and views and to, to help the stock I don't think it's I don't think it's doing anything for um, the rest of the brand the rest of the actual uh, staff you know I don't think it's doing anything for them I think it's I think uh, the employees in this situation aren't gaining much so I look at the next match Asuka defeated Charlotte Flair but Charlotte Flair looked like she got actually hurt in that match and maybe she sold it well maybe not I don't know it's hard to tell when people get hurt Do I do i believe it do i not either way she looked good up until that point and then it was like all right time to end it like it's over because she wasn't yeah it wasn't any good after that um you know it's hard i wouldn't even give these grades randy and la knight defeat jimmy Uso and solo Sikoa. um Solo's becoming the face of that brand very quietly and I love seeing Randy Orton back out there third generation but I'm not impressed with uh, a lot of what's going on with the bloodline and I think the story's kind of burned itself out um, and I think Solo is is destined to, to slide in as that tribal chief at some point. And that's my odd take on it. So now I'm gonna move over to AEW rampage where that hour show caught my eye off from this past Friday. So AEW Rampage. AEW is you know what I mean the the sister company right here. Like this is like maybe not like uh This is like the maybe the stepsister to WWE in my opinion. Because all their best talent leaves. And most of their top talent isn't even signed to AEW. They're signed to a different brand. Um, So I think that's another weird thing. And they say, you know, Ring of Honor and everything. But that's like, that's got less viewership than this does. So uh, AEW Rampage on Friday. Record slight decrease in average viewership. Key demo rating up. Uh, they're not even breaking half a million views on a live show. Three hundred forty-one thousand viewers. That number is is down. Um, the demographic they want of people is like good for that amount of people. So like the diversity part of it, they want if you care about that. But um, most people. Look at that and say, you guys aren't even, like, that's 341,000 views on a Friday. And there wasn't much on Friday. And that's all you guys could pull. So I think a lot of that problem might be, too, is uh people need to know where it's. Like, some people don't even probably know where it's at. <laughs> some people don't even know. Like, is it on TBS? <laughs> like, I hear people, like, not knowing. Like, how do you not know where this? You like the show, but you don't know where it's at. Orange Cassidy stole that show. In my opinion, it's all, it's a quick show. Um, it's a, it was a good show. I liked it, but I'm just being real. So you got to keep it real with these things. Um, you know, Orange Cassidy defeats Angelico by pinfall and he retains the AEW international championship. I don't like their names for their belts. I don't like any of their names for their belts. Um, Abedon defeats Trisha Dora by pinfall um, you know lights went out Julia Hart comes out there she's gonna lay down the TBS championship in front of a Um, and then finds oh wait the lights are off and on again a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on uh, the The Don Callis family uh, they defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel so it's Powerhouse Hobbs and Konosuke. Type. Takeshida defeated Christopher Daniels and Matt Sydal by pinfalls. I like the match. I, I'm a big fan of Powerhouse Hobbs. I thought that overall, you know, they're giving you everything you want because the match has to be pretty quick, but they gave me everything I wanted in that. I, I mean, everything I was looking for, they gave me. I thought it was a strongman match. You know, just the stronger person gets to do the most moves. That's the way I took it, and that's, that's how it looked. So they'll let the stronger guys do the most moves there. Um there's there's a couple things they can do with that that probably will make that show a little bit better. But overall, I mean I was impressed with the show. I didn't think it was a bad show for a freaking hour. Thought it was like, hey man, they fit a, they fit some good uh, names in there. You know, last week, Brian Danielson defeated Daniel Garcia uh, in the the Continental Classic Blue League match. And I'm telling you, I hate these names. And then they got the the point system that no one can figure out. No one even knows what's going on with that. Ask any wrestling fan. They have no knowledge of that. Um, And then. You're seeing like Brian Danielson. Become. You know. A little bit of a heel and then they kind of want them to be there right now it's good for the business and i think overall aw is like a fun environment a a good atmosphere um they get to business you know they get right to the wrestling but wwe's caught on to that and now you're starting to get better shows pumping out of wwe and actually that's not as good for aw unless they start to match that intensity Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Preston's Super Show. Just like days the of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night. God bless. thirty 37.4 KJV